Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that thinks Twitter is a sex thing. Today on the show, I wanted to talk about therapy versus coaching, and really helping to define some of, some of the top-level differences, because I think I think some people can feel like they can replace coaching with therapy, or vice versa. And they really serve two completely different purposes. And to, to quickly sum it up, it is... Therapy is about kind of learning about your past and diagnosing some real underlying things that might be going on, some legit mental illnesses, whereas coaching is a little bit more about today. Maybe it'll seep into the past a little bit, but it's about sort of unlocking doors and finding ways into the future, but coaching is also very highly specialized. Therapy can also be specialized, but they serve very different purposes and not every person is suited to go to use one or the other, but you know some people can use both in very effective ways. So we'll talk all about that for a good fifteen minutes, and um, and have ourselves a jolly good time. So I'm gonna hit the button, and we're gonna do it. It's gonna be great. We're gonna love it. It's gonna be awesome. Enjoy. Drums, Okay, so hey everyone, welcome to the show. Uh, today we're talking about therapy versus coaching. And this has come up for me because there have been an influx in coaches in our lives. People are experts on different things, different types of mental health issues or ways of being, cultural things, um, even like race and cultural coaches and like how to be a better version of that person or like men's style or like, they're, they're just all sorts of coaches. There are coaches for, for spirituality, mindfulness, yoga, things that all have to do with the mental state. And finding ways to move forward in our lives, someone who can give us some direction. And therapy has always been something that has been kind of steeped in learning more about yourself and your past and how that leads to today. So in kind of its shortest essence, like those are the key differences. Therapy is about finding out more about who you are in relation to your past and your history and how that's affecting you today whether that is met with a diagnosis or not. And then coaching is typically a little bit more about today in the moment and where to go in the future. Now, they aren't exactly the same in terms of the same types of things. And typically you take anything that you've learned from your past and knowing about yourself and translate that into the work with a coach. Like you can't really go to a coach not knowing a lot about yourself. Uh, coaches can help you reveal some things about yourself and about your past, and I'm sure there are some coaches that kind of dive into a little bit of both worlds, learning a little bit about your past, but also helping you move forward into the future. Um, but also, some key differences are, you know, therapists are specialized in a specific area in terms of uh, in terms of formal training. 
and they typically have access to different kinds of resources. And I, I stress different because I don't want to say that a therapist is is quote-unquote better than a coach. There are plenty of coaches who are amazing at what they do, and there are plenty of therapists who are not so great at what they do. So it, it, it's a very mixed bag there. But I'd say per capita, you'd probably get a better chance at having a, a therapist who is who is better suited to help you in some kind of way. But it's also important for you, in either case, to take responsibility for the direction that your work with that person goes. Meaning that when you're qualifying uh, a therapist or a coach, you're trying to look for someone who is compatible with your personality, someone that you can relate to, someone that you can connect with, and someone that you feel like you can have a, a, a sit and have coffee with. Someone that you can talk to for a long time and feel comfortable. I'm a little burpy, I apologize. <laughs> um, but you're qualifying that person to see if it's someone that you could speak extensively on topics about because you're going to be opening up to them you're going to be sharing a lot of personal information and really the only way to be effective with a coach or a therapist is to be as open as you can and understand yourself as well as you can so those are some key requirements that go into getting a coach or a therapist in the first place and and Sometimes simply that alignment, sometimes simply having someone who is understanding or empathetic or has a certain type of, of brain chemistry, someone who can like listen to you analytically or someone who can listen to you um, spiritually, you know, either way, could, could help you. And sometimes it's a little bit of the opposite. Sometimes it could be someone who is... Uh, maybe challenging you a little bit. And I think that's some of the job of a coach, more specifically, is to challenge you a little bit and see where you can go from there, from where you are now. Um, and and a therapist is, is likely going to be more perceiving. They're going to listen to you a little bit more and, and um, be willing to give you feedback based on what they're hearing from you. So it's important for you as a person to be able to get all the details as accurate as possible and make sure that you're being... Um, as as clear as you can. And to go back to the pre-qualifying part, you know, like if you're going to a therapist, it's important because therapists can lead you in the direction of medication. So it's important when you're starting to speak with a therapist to make sure that you're letting them know whether or not you are okay with medication. Because I think some therapists will fast track you to medication. If you've already had a history of therapy and you kind of know what's going on, they can comf you know, comfortably give you a, a medicated direction. Whereas if you were to approach therapy, letting them know, I'm not at all interested in medication. I want to find alternative sources of therapy. I want to find alternative sources of self-care. They will take a little bit more time to dive into the details and find ways to you know, give you give you some direction as to how you can learn more about what it is that you're dealing with and be there as a resource for you and not just someone who could navigate you to medication. Um, so that that's that is one big difference between a coach and a therapist. Coaches are not going to lead you into the direction of medication in a practical way, meaning that they're not going to literally write the slip or lead you or or um recommend a doctor to you. They're just not as likely to do that in order to get medication. 
Um, but in either case, I think it is important to be very clear about what your intentions are, what your goals are, and start to figure out what it is that you want to get out of this person that you're working with, whether it's a therapist or a coach. And the case of a therapist, it could be seeking a diagnosis. It could be uh, learning some details about your past and maybe figuring out someone's intentions, the way that they spoke to you and how that's affected you and things like that. And then with a coach, it could be literally trying to start a business or trying to get that job you've always wanted or having relationship issues and not being able to find a date or something like that. You know, coaching can can lead you in that direction because a coach is more likely a coach is giving you more life experience help, whereas a therapist is giving you a little bit more of of knowledge and, you know, external knowledge kind of help. They'll listen to you in your particular story, of course, but it's about connecting the dots between your story and, you know, diagnosed behaviors or, or documented behaviors. Whereas a coach is going to more so take their life experience into account and patterns that they've seen or things that they found to be effective and give you that direction. And they're going to personalize it as well. Hopefully, if they're a good coach, they're going to personalize it as best as they can to get you in the right direction. So those are some of the key differences between working with a therapist and working with a coach. Uh, I find that it's good to have both in your life, honestly. I think a therapist is great for consistently checking in with your emotional state because not all of us do that very naturally. And it is important to check in with where you are to see how some elements of your your past and your present are affecting you and how you are progressing and really checking in. Because I think even if you're working with a coach at the same time, it could be a way for you to kind of cross-reference. You know, you could be talking with your coach a little bit about what you're doing in therapy and talking with your therapist a little bit about what you're doing in your coaching and making sure everything is lining up because the common denominator is you. So it is your responsibility at the end of the day, even though you're working with someone who is an external force, an external person, it is your responsibility at the end of the day to make sure that you're developing in the way that you need to and want to. So you need to speak to both parties and make sure that you're absolutely clear about what it is that you want, the direction that it's going, how you're feeling about it, because there are cases where you're not going to want to stick with a coach or stick with a therapist, and you have to be willing to let them go if it is not working for you. And I know that can be hard, uh, and it's going to take some trial and error. I've heard plenty of people, particularly with therapists, I've heard plenty of people go to one therapist and say like, oh, therapy's not for me. You only went to one therapist. How can you know that therapy as a whole, as an entire construct, is not good for you if you've only gone once? Where's the logic in that? That doesn't make any sense at all. That is rudimentary. You can ask a five-year-old about that. Like, you could tell a five-year-old that, and they would say, like, well, you need to try another one. <laughs> uh, you know, so, and even even something like that is a reason to seek therapy, because likely if you're thinking that way, there are other blockers in your life that you need to work through. And sometimes working with a coach can help you to open some of those blockers. Because working with a coach could lead you to go to back to therapy. Or working with a therapist could lead you to getting a specific coach. Um, 
which is kind of interesting to think about on its own. So if you're working with a coach that is helping you with uh, mindset issues or trying to start a business or working through, um, I don't know, music production or Myers-Briggs stuff and personal identity, you know, some of that stuff could end up uncovering those blockers that that kept you from seeking other therapists and trying to find the right therapist. And, um, you know, you can end up going back into that and finding a therapist that is good for you. And, you know, it's healthy to help each other. So while I'm probably going to title this podcast Therapy Versus Coaching, it's not really uh, a one or the other kind of thing. You know, you could take some time and focus on one and then have someone help you on the other later in life. But those two can coexist in your day-to-day life. And, and, you know, it's it's hard because both things require financial choices. I, I think it is better to have a coach and a therapist who is as neutral as possible, meaning, you know, outside of your inner circle, someone who is not even like a friend of a friend, someone who is just like completely neutral, um, completely objective. And I wouldn't say completely objective, but in terms of your life, uh, as objective as they could be so that they can approach your situation with, you know, with open eyes, because that's, that's kind of the point of going to a coach or a therapist, right? Like you're kind of stuck in your world. You can't see all of the things that might be obvious to other people. So it's important to be able to go to someone who is open and obvious. Now there are some cases where, you know, you don't have the money and, you're not able to, and that's that's really frustrating. Like I'm, I'm currently in that predicament. I don't. I'm I'm making enough to survive. Like I'm doing okay. For someone who is self-employed, I'm making an, enough money to get by, and I have a lot of debt. And if I didn't have that debt, I'd be living in a much. I'd be living in a lap of luxury in Rochester, New York, where the cost of living is not that high. Uh, but uh, luckily, you know, I'm, I'm able to start paying those bills and, um, but, but because of that, I, I just don't have the money for a therapist. I don't have the money for a coach. So I have to do a lot of my own research and, you know, listen to podcasts and things like that. So in some cases you could take on a mentor who is not specifically working for you, meaning you could listen to a podcast or adapt, adopt a, a, a blog or something or something that resonates with you very strongly and use that person as a resource. You know, you could try to reach out to them on Twitter. You could ask questions wherever possible. Understand that there's probably going to be some rejection because they're going to be protective of their time and, their, and setting their own boundaries. But if you don't have the means to get a therapist or a coach, you can certainly, you know, you're not devoid of the possibilities of improving yourself. And, you know, a podcast like this, which is why I do this, because it's both, it's therapy for me. So having a podcast is my own personal development, and it is my own therapy. And that's something I talk about on the podcast course at cnote.thinkific.com. And it's, it's, it's super important for me to be able to talk on this show so that I can get everything out there. Because I don't think about it as like, I don't think about a specific person listening to it. 
and I'm sure that there are people who are close to me that listen to this episode or listen to these shows and maybe gain a little bit of insight into into who I am, but I don't think about it that way. I think that I'm sitting on the therapist couch and I'm talking about what's going on in my life or the things that I'm thinking about today <clears throat> and and share that with you guys and hopefully it helps you. But for the most part, it's actually about me and I have no problem admitting that that it is a very selfish endeavor to do this podcast and it's a nice side effect that it helps people. So there's nothing wrong with taking the reins on your own personal development if you can't afford a therapist or a coach and you know, looking up articles and doing a podcast or listening to podcasts and just doing all sorts of different things to try to improve your life. So um, I hope that clears up some of the differences between working with a therapist or working with a coach. I honestly think both would be beneficial in your life, and I would love to be at a place financially where I can afford both. Uh, I would love to... I, I've been basically listening to a lot of personality hacker podcasts, and they also offer coaching, and I really can't wait until I can get to the point where I can work with them, like afford their coaching services and talk to them more about being an INTP and how that's affected my life in many ways. They have this um, program called INTX Unleashed that I'm really excited to check out. It's only like 200 bucks, but it's not something I can afford right now. So it's really maddening <laughs> to not be able to do it. Uh, and, you know, therapists usually have a sliding scale for, or, or some of the, the lower... Um, the more affordable uh, therapists will have a sliding scale based on like financial difficulties and stuff. So if their normal rate is $100, they might slide it down to $60 while you're dealing with financial hardship and stuff like that. Um, so just, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to a therapist and at least find out what your options are. If you get turned down or you can't afford it, at least you know. But it's important to go check and just ask and see what your options are. And you know, keep your eyes out for a mentor, a coach, someone who could be there for you and listen to who you are and what you want in life and help guide you in that direction. I mean, you could find mentors in all different kinds of, of places. It could be uh, your boss. It could be uh, someone that is a, an uncle or a friend of an uncle or an uncle of a friend or something. I don't know. Um, just just be on the lookout for people who you connect with and and you know, continue to, to connect with them and have them in your life and find people that you can be open with and who aren't going to judge you in any negative or unhelpful way and find ways to move forward. So there it is. Therapy versus coaching. Let me know what you think about that. Is there anything I really missed about therapy versus coaching that you think is important to cover? Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to hit me up at rival my design on all the social channels or leave me a voice message here on anchor and um that's pretty much it also be sure to check out our patreon page patreon.com slash dopamine and uh leave us some love our lowest tier is five bucks so if you want to leave uh some support that would be amazing so we can keep the show going and uh check out the podcast course at cnote.thinkific.com which is 90 percent off until july 5th that is 99 dollars, which is 90% cheaper than the full price, which is $999, because there's 8 to 10 hours of amazing content of just me telling you about <laughs> how to 
start a podcast, consider your why, your mission, your goals, your naming, uh, talking about insecurities, working through defining your audience, and understanding all sorts of aspects about setting up a podcast and working with Anchor and things like that. So um, please check it out. And the first course or the first chapter is free. So like you've got nothing to lose by going to cnote.thinkific.com, go sign up, you'll get the first chapter for free and you will learn like plenty just in those first few videos. So uh, let me know what you think about that. And um, that's it for today. So let me know if you're seeing a therapist, if it's helping you, if you're working with a coach, if that's helping you and uh, in what ways. So we'll probably revisit this, this episode or this topic in the future as I hopefully get one or both of those in my life and uh, talk about that experience. So I hope you guys have a good day. Take care of yourselves and each other and I'll catch you on the next one. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. Thank you.